All right, folks, welcome to the Florida Keys Weekly podcast show, radio show. It's on all kinds of formats. I'm crazy excited this week. I'm Brett Myers, publisher, janitor, uh, co-owner of Florida Keys Weekly, the weekly newspapers, Key West Weekly, Marathon Weekly, Upper Keys Weekly, uh, Overseas Media Group, all those fun names. But here's what we're excited, excited about this week. Folks, it is Fantasy Fest time. It's back. We've had a couple uh, obstacles in the way yep. over the last couple of years, keeping it from happening, uh, in case you heard about that um, uh, in the country. But it is back this year, um, not every single event, but a bunch of them. So for starters today, before I tell you about our special guest who's to my left, because we're really going to dig into that, and my co-host, partner in crime, Michael Kirk, is back with us Hello. here as well. Uh, but... If you want to check out the Fantasy Fest events for this week, we've got FantasyFest.com, and you can check out all the events there, what's going on throughout the week here. We're going to have hundreds, well, maybe 100,000 people here on the island. The hotels are booked. It's going to be a wild, crazy, fun week, and I'm proud of proud of that this week because not only is it coming back, but for the first time in our history, our company, The Keys Weekly, we are the proud media sponsor, print media sponsor for Fantasy Fest. Right on. And uh, we were um, thankful and humble and excited to be partnering. And uh, we discussed to produce the Fantasy Fest program. So if you go to fantasyfest.com, click on the program, our talented team here put that together with them and uh, takes you to work out the program there and check out all the events, everything that's going on, fun pictures, and follow the keysweekly.com and our papers in the next uh, upcoming weeks. And you can see a lot of stuff that's happening with Fantasy Fest. Awesome. Kicks off uh, October 21st, Thursday, and then ends on November 1st, which I think is Sunday if I'm getting my dates right. Mm-hmm. But it's a Thursday to Sunday, so buckle up. Here we go. Now, <laughs> here's why I'm even more excited about Fantasy Fest, why I'm even more proud because of the history of Fantasy Fest. To my left, if you don't know this man, you should, or you've heard of him. He is the godfather of Fantasy Fest. He is a pioneer, a staple of Key West. People say that about people that come to Key West. He really is. It is <laughs> than the legend himself, Tony Falcone. Tony, it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. How am I going to live up to that introduction? <laughs> well, start like this. Oh, here we go. Okay, tell us, Tony, about what, what did you bring? This is Tony's drink today. So, Tony, what is this? Well, uh, for the first time in a long time, I got to travel. I got to go overseas, and I was able to bring back what we can't have here but Havana Club rum. Lovely. I, I used not to just do... Not just Havana Club, but Havana Club <laughs> Especial, because they're not all Especial. This top grade like you said like well, seven bucks in havana right it's seven bucks All in right. havana yeah so you could do the three dollar bottle and uh but you know it's been very short and coming around yeah. here anymore since yeah. we haven't been able to go over there i'm very happy to share it with everyone. thank you he did share Excellent. it thank you for that so tony uh we're going to get to a lot more about you today uh, the history of fantasy fest but um usually michael makes a signature drink for the show but you brought in havana club that is Havana club special and it's delicious and thank you so <laughs> i'm honored uh, all right so here's why tony's on the show if you ever shopped at Fast Buck Freddy's, that's how you know Tony over the years. If you, you know, I've been in Key West for 16 years. That's how I knew you. And then we got to know each other a little better. Stephanie Mitchell introduced us even in, into a deeper depth. And that's when you realize, holy crap. And this goes on radio, so I'm saying crap. Uh, this guy is the real deal. Mm-hmm. And so we interviewed in 18. Hayes Blinkman did a lot for us then. Wrote an outstanding article, I thought, about you. And uh, we talked about 
the pioneers of Fantasy Fest, how yeah. it all came about. And it didn't just happen. Most of us, if you've been here for a little while, still say, oh, it's Fantasy Fest, it's great. Or as we're debating something that is a tremendous, it's changed the island. Yep. And what people don't typically realize, and that's what I want to start out talking to you about, Tony, is they don't realize what this island was like before Fantasy Fest, why it was important. And you're the guy, with your, 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 your late partner and a couple other gentlemen uh, who got together and said the island. So can you start and just kind of take us back to uh, the years yes. when not much, you, you could kick a uh, beach ball down the street and no one would touch it. And you guys said we need to do something. Can you take us back there to, to start us out? Great. So it, 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 we were talking now mid 70s, now going into the late 70s. What typically happened is that we'd have a small season, nothing compared to any month we have now. And by the time Easter would come along, everyone would disappear. Then no one would show up again until possibly Thanksgiving, more like Christmas. And at first, everyone is happy. It's uh, now April, the end of April, and I don't belong to the locals again. We're so happy to see each other. We're out at the bars, we're at the beach, we're partying. July, we're still pretty happy. Come August, September, uh, we're getting a little tired of each other. Uh, We really needed some kind of kick. Uh, It was a long period without any income. So a few business people got together and we're trying to figure out what can we possibly do to get some energy into this island, some money into this island. Uh, We debated with many different stories. Um, You never... Uh, cruise ships was not a part of it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm not going to get you too worked up. Let's go there. So you're, yeah, here, you're, here you're, you guys, but there's a, who's in this meeting? You said we were we were talking because yeah, I yeah, refer yeah. to you as the godfather of Fantasy Fest. You you were a big you know you helped create this, um, but there was there were some other gentlemen involved. So who were these people that before there was any Fantasy Fest that sat down and said let's do this? There were ideas. Who who were these people? Well. Back then, it was uh, the manager of the pier house, a, um, uh, the conk train, I think, was at the beginning, was there, but uh, and just a few different local businesses. And But then there was also Joe Liska and Frank Romano mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. Key West Allo, yeah. and they were definitely a part. Actually, I think it was Joe's idea to get us all together. Uh, it was something like this. We met at the pier house and started drinking. And <laughs> No, no. <laughs> really? I, I know it's hard to believe, yeah, but it's, yeah. uh, we decided, oh, let's go for it. Yeah. Uh, but I think, it, it, well, de- it, I know, it was definitely Bill, my partner, who came up with the ado- idea and said, look, this... Another, another legend, by the way, Bill Conkle is who we're talking about here. Yes, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely Bill Conkle. Yeah. He is uh, much more of a legend than I could ever be. Oh, come on. And yeah. uh, But he... He was the one that said, you know, it's such a natural thing for Key Westers to get excited about Halloween. Halloween wasn't a big event around the country at that point, but you would see people days before riding around in costumes to make sure they don't get caught in their spokes and <laughs> planning who's going to go where. The Green Parrot would do an event. The Monster Bar was would do an event. Love it. And we all loved it. We had a great time. And again, it was a quiet time of year, so it was a very local event. But Bill said, you know, this would be something we could spin off of easily. We can get the uh, other other people around the island excited about it since mm-hmm. they like 
Halloween anyway. Yep. So we started a campaign to see what could we do to do a... and then Well, that came up. Why Fantasy Fest? I mean... The name? Yeah. Uh, because uh, Frank Romano liked it, and Frank Romano liked it, and that's what it was going <laughs> to be. That's all that matters. He was truly the godfather <laughs> of Key West back in those days. Well, what and, was the purpose, though? What was the original... If you had one-sentence mission statement, Fantasy Fest, here's our, what we're doing. What was it then? I can't do one. It was two. We, two. We definitely needed the income. By the time you had gone from April to October, yeah. everyone is skimping by. Actually, the most more stores had signs saying, uh, gone fishing, than they were open. Uh, wow. And people, there was a mass exodus of Key West, uh, usually by May, up to Provincetown, and a lot of the stores here would then open up there and then yeah. come back in at the end of November to open up here. So we definitely needed that income, uh, but we needed it mentally as well. Uh, it, Like I said, it was a long, hot summer. Yeah. And truthfully, there were more divorces, people fighting with each other, yeah. and the tension was not actually uh, one of my favorite stories about that time of year is a, a woman named Marion Stevens had a art gallery right by Shorty's, which was where everybody Shorties. would go. Did you know Shorty's when it was a deli? I didn't know it, but I've read about it. Oh, I've been studying it, the history of this island. Here. It had this serpentine counter yeah. that went through, and you could, and the doors were totally open. There was no air conditioning, and every morning the whole town would come down there and get their <laughs> breakfast. And one day we're all sitting there, and all of a sudden we hear this noise and this woman yelling and a guy yelling, and we all look out these windows, and the next thing we do we see is Marion Stevens' husband. Buck ass naked, running down the street. Hence <laughs> right? the beginning of beginning fantasy of fantasy. Fest. They're, they're that's that's yeah, what I was so. getting at. <laughs> well, moments later, she is running down the street. She's running down the street, carrying a butcher knife. Oh God! Screaming at him. We all jump up. Now we're running down the street. They run down. They get to the end of Duval Street, and at that point, there was a chain link fence, and there was some kind of oil, whatever, that the Navy had. And he <laughs> leaps over this, this chain link fence. She comes up to it, obviously wasn't going to leap over it, turns around and starts walking back with this look in her eye, and we just parted the seas oh as she walked by totally naked. Unbelievable. <laughs> the beginning it's of never, it's never changed. fantasy fest. It's never changed. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so it's a, what a great start. There's so many avenues we could go down with you, and if you're just mm-hmm. tuning in, and people always say, why do you keep telling people it's the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast and Radio Show? If you're tuning in on the radio, nothing yeah. bugs me more than like you're listening to something really cool. And I think Tony Falcone is the coolest of cool. But you're like, who is that? Who? And so I try to remind people here and there. We're on we're on the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. We have yeah. Tony Falcone, that's right, uh, one of the really real original founders of Fantasy Fest. Um, and there's so many avenues. I want to keep talking Fantasy Fest. But when you first got here, and you say not much was going on, but I mean, one of the first I know when uh, there's stories you've told me and others. You walk in one of the first places, and you were an English major. Uh, you're like a Don Draper up in New York City doing television commercials. Right on. Uh, you come I down was. here, right on. And, and then Truman Capote, uh, I think, was uh, in Tennessee. Williams is in a place when you first walked into a place down. I mean, it was still pretty cool times. Wow, to be in Key West, That's I have awesome. to think, right? So it, it was a magical time. Yeah. The uh, when you saw the streets, the Navy had pulled out, so 
the majority of the buildings were closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Actually, when we decided we wanted to move down here, uh, both of us came out of advertising. Bill was out of, uh, of retail. He was, um, he was advertising director for Saks Fifth Avenue. I was doing uh, television commercials. And when we decided to come down, you fell on the Internet. Right. So we had to think of something to do. So we decided, well, we're going to try to do uh, retail. Um, which is odd because even today I'm still not a shopper, but uh, being uh, being able to open it here, it was exciting. We became yeah. part of the community. The people would stop by and sit around and have a drink during the day, and uh, so it, it was interesting. And it's such a part it. of I me. Mean, Fastbook yeah. for do a whole show on that sometime, and maybe we should. <laughs> um, such and that's such still a staple of the community. I know when I came, you know, it was the Crest, the Crest Building. Um, but even how it yeah. went from your former location on Apple Ruth, which is great stories, and how you guys moved it to Duval Street to those locations, mm. I think. Uh, who who encouraged you to move the store from Apple Ruth to another big name? Well, that David Wachowski. Yeah, some yeah, just, a, just a, yeah. yeah. So uh, he came by and he said, "Well, I've just bought a building, boys, and maybe <laughs> so he convinced us." <laughs> But we again, we came down. It, like I said, it was a magical time. And yes, there was Truman Capote and definitely Tennessee Williams. Did, did every you actually day. see Bob Marley in the, Key West? We did. But yeah. we there, did. He got. Did you? Yes. yes so yes. we've been asking this question: whether it's just you know a made-up thing, everyone talking about it. So you actually have seen him? Actually saw him. I, I'd go by that. The, I, I, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now on the beach over at what what is now the Reach. Yep. So we are dancing in the water. Listening to Bob Marley, having the most incredible evening. Uh, but there was there's so many of these people back in those days. It was because it was undiscovered. A lot of people would come down here. They do a concert in Miami or somewhere. Um, I think everyone knows the Beatles came down here after. What? I haven't heard this. This is true. I know this. this oh, you story? Yeah. So I don't know this story. No. Oh, let's talk about it later. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> That just, but, okay. but people right. would come down to escape. The uh, Actually, David Wachowski, when he was rebuilding the sands, uh, he called me up, and he, it was lunchtime, and he said, well, Tony, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm working. He said, well, I think you should come over. I think you'd find it very interesting. I'll give you lunch. And, uh, over at, and he was at the sands. And so I rode my bike down there, and uh, as I'm walking through the construction area out toward the beach, I heard this music blaring so loud, and I'm going, that's not like dazed. And I look out there, and leaping. Unbelievable. See, here's, here's the problem with having Tony Falcon on the show in Key West. Every story, we could just, because we, we have a 30-minute <laughs> podcast radio show, we could go down these avenues. And and I, I would love to have you on. You, you really have, you and some others. And at what point... Did, like as you said, there was no, for even my generation, yeah. and I'm an old guy, but no fax machine, not much going, no internet, obviously. Yeah. How at what point? How did you get the word out to the rest of the world? And at what good. point? In what year? How many years did it take to say, man, we're really onto something here? That's good. You know, that's I've never thought of that. How yeah. how did we get on the map? Because I I literally every time I would travel or I'd go to a show for purchasing and all, I would carry a map of Florida to show them where Key West was. Wow. People had heard of Key Biscayne, but that was all. So, uh, and I did that for a long time. But I think it, there was, 
in this run-down mess, it was such a sophisticated artist type of community mm-hmm. that people were lured down, and then, mm-hmm. uh, and so then, you know, some New Yorkers started coming down, some people <laughs> from L.A., yeah. and still but, they, <laughs> but, they, but they appreciated that. Yeah. I mean, this is even the days that Calvin Klein would come down, where he was not a big figure. He just he liked it because. He could just walk the street himself, and enjoy himself. And yes, do himself. yeah, yeah. Which I still think is one of the great charms of Key West. I mean, we see quite a bit of our famous people here, and yeah, it's fun to name drop. And, but you lived it; you knew these. You were beside them. But I think they can come here and be themselves. Yeah. Which, in essence, I think Fantasy Fest has done that for people. Uh, you know, and that's a great thing. I'd like to ask you: Is when it started out, was it obviously our our gay community and now LGBT community is is what Key West is really known for, and we're yeah. proud of that in our, in our one human family. But at the time, was it geared more around that, or was it always kind of more, hey, everybody come down, let loose, be yourself, or did it gradually become that as the years went on? It's, it's funny that it's, um, and maybe it was one reason why we came down here. I'm not sure if you even recognized it when we actually came here. The town already was totally accepting about whatever. Yep. And... Yep. Um, and it was amazing. I remember we came down, we're fairly new, and there someone, one of the officers, was having a birthday, and it was which is over uh, over on the beach now. It's uh, where they have uh, over near the amphitheater. So they invited us to go to this big birthday party. So we went to the birthday party, and in the middle of the whole thing, out came two drag queens, mm. entertaining them. And I said to somebody, I said, "You have drag queens in." <laughs> Well, if, if you have an event without a drag queen, it's not a party. <laughs> and a bar to go to. Oh, well. awesome. And it awesome. was, well, you went there, and there were definitely shrimpers there. with the, mm-hmm. uh, There were the, the gays. Uh, there were the social, I remember the social editor, the Key West Citizen, was there every night getting plowed. And, uh, <laughs> and it was, and the town always, always accepted people. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, I hear That's, sometimes when they're talking about cruise ships, how they say, "Well, we're trying to be elitist, and we don't want this or that." For as long as I remember, Key West has accepted absolutely everyone. No one, actually, yeah. the only thing people ever yeah. cared about was if you were interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> That's another Period. story. That, but that really yeah. was probably when. Uh, when we were still just visiting, we went to a uh, opening of an, out- of an art gallery. We're looking around at this combination of people, and we're going, how did this group come together? Yeah. When we exited, I turned to Bill, and I said exactly that. I said they, no one cared about who had money, who had a social status. Right. They only want you to be interesting. And I think Key West still holds on to that. That's beautiful. So that first Fantasy Fest, you guys put your own money into it and swept the streets i mean to, to, to think about wow. that now what goes into it with wow. the, you know the police and the city and, and so forth did you ever think it would become i mean did, did you i mean this it's cool if you did but did you ever say you know what this is going to be a long lasting you know 50 years of just growth and different rebirths and different takes on this event yeah you know and everybody has some people agree with it being more risque some want it less risque all that stuff is for them to figure out and thank god nadine's doing it she has to deal with that on both sides she's done a great job nadine's awesome but did you ever think it would become over the years what it's become and what it what it really transformed into i absolutely not at all 
at best, we thought it was going to be a local event, like our Christmas parade was a big yeah. local event. Yeah. And it was just pre- pretty much going to be that, that the, what happened. We thought we'd get some people down from Miami if we were lucky. And, uh, but it grew rapidly, um, maybe almost too fast because we weren't prepared for the volume of people yeah. and what was going to happen. And, and yeah. the gist of the event changed. It was really supposed to be of costumes yes. and all. And yes. then it turned out, of course, everyone knows this story of sister riding down uh, painted silver as a hood ornament on a uh, Lincoln. <laughs> and, uh, and that sort of set a tone. But Great. it fit that fit Key West, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And um, now... Uh, I think Nadine is trying to pull things back to right. get more of that creativeness, and I think yes. it's happening. Uh, and so I, I'm excited about that. Yeah. But no, the idea that we're going to have 80,000 people, 100,000 people, that was not what we were thinking. You know, Interesting. But, but you did it, wow. and it worked. It's, it's one of the most prestigious. I, I think if we could fit 200,000, they'd be here. Oh, uh, easily. I think it's one of the most easily. prestigious events uh sought after in the country yep. and obviously we're coming out of a pandemic um so there's things to you know there's all these other items to, to keep in mind and being safe and being smart and being respectful to our, our neighbors but um it is fun to see the energy back in the town um and it's interesting to think too i don't want to segue and make this too political but it's interesting that we're at you know at the time you guys were were trying to inject more commerce and more activity yep. in the key west yep. and then the faucet came on and here we are in 2021 we're talking about cruise ships we're talking about should we have more tourism less tourism um you know uh, whether there's an answer to that or not could you guys come in you know could two guys come in today and do what you guys did back in you know the mid 70s oh. and start a furniture, furniture you know retail store i mean how, how much different in your good and bad is key west today than maybe the you know 40 50 years ago this is my biggest concern um, with everything you just mentioned. People came to Key West, people like us, for the lifestyle, what it had to offer. Yeah. And, you know, I can see it slipping away. Yeah. I can see the emphasis going, being more money-driven, corporations coming in. Uh, back in those days somewhere, the chamber boasts that every dollar spent in Key West would circulate seven times before it ever left the island. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Today, does it circulate three times? Right. I doubt it. Right. And right. the price of everything was driven up so much. I, mm. this might, some people get people upset, but cruise ships were part of that. Rents tripled yep. when the cruise ships came in. Yep. Um, people buying you know, second homes or buying homes as, as investments. Mm-hmm. And I do worry about that. I'm happy to see a lot of kids that were born here that shopped in my store for Christmas toys are staying here. Uh, they're putting together some incredible music. Uh, they are participating. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. yep. you, know, you know, even, even the cruise ship, uh, the uh, safe cruise ship people are local people. Yep. And so if you agree or not, they still are local people with a passion. Yep. And I think Key West needs to do that. But I think Key West has to be careful because you can chase, all, all of a sudden the magic will be gone mm-hmm. and we might not have the success we've been having. And what's left. And what's left. Yeah, and yeah. I want to point this yeah. out. And this is pretty cool, Michael, to know about Tony. 
because someone listening might say, hey, you had Tony Falcone on the show. Um, he's talking about creating Fantasy Fest, but now maybe we got to pull back and not become this uh, over-commercialized, you know, lose our community sense. Yeah. So is there a paradox there? Not really, because at the same time, you, you did something when there was not much here, and you yeah. put Key West on the map, yeah. uh, you and some others. But in the... Um, and going back to the article that Hayes Blinkman wrote about you in the Keys Weekly, Key West Weekly, um, one thing that I really loved about that, we talked about in 92, you um, were a big part of making sure that the Key West bite um, didn't become condos. And nice. that speaks for everything you're saying now. Nice. That, and that was 20, you know, over 20 years ago or at 20 years ago, that yeah. was happening. It and, was. And you were, you were a part of that even at that time. So uh, I don't know if you want to talk about that or not, but that, that's a big deal that still matters today mm-hmm. that most people probably don't even think about because it happened and, you know, we take it for granted. But that was a big deal. Well, like real fast, we'd, um, the old man Singleton who loved Key West and <clears throat> made this into the shrimping capital of the United States. Put in the process in here. The I mean, every night there were fifty to hundred shrimp boats uh, wow. on, in the harbor, wow. and it was our. It really was the Sustenance, biggest. It was yes. big industry uh-huh, yeah, for sure because tourism definitely was absolutely. When he died, uh, someone from uh, up in Tampa called me and said, "Look, you can't use my name, but we have found out that the Singleton boys, who really have no love for Key West." are negotiating with one of the condominium owners and they are planning to take the entire bite and condom and condominiumizing the whole thing. Wow. So with Jimmy Weekly leading us and a bunch of others, uh, we went through a very long, hard fight. We had lawsuits against us to convince the city to purchase it. But and it did. And I'm proud of that more than anything else. Wow. But the amazing thing about Key West and I've always loved it, and I, th- I think it's still here. If you have a passion, you can do things. You mm-hmm. can save things. One of my other things I did, which is like sort of nothing, but when uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not mm-hmm. moved into the Strand movie theater, yeah. they got permission to rip down the Strand sign and put up Ripley's Believe It or oh. Not. I heard this. I was watching the commission meeting on TV. I went running down there, wow. gave an impassioned speech about how can you take something that's been a part of our history yeah. and was able to save it. And I think anyone, if you have a passion, you can do it. And, uh, and that still is one of the special things about this island. That's well, beautiful. Except, except, I have to say, I'm so glad you saved that building Except I wish it wasn't a Walgreens right now. <laughs> so it went from it went from a Ripley's to uh, a Walgreens. Wait a minute! Look at look at my Facebook Freddy's. Oh, I know. It's a right. CVS. It, it's well, a that, CVS. I know. Well, I see crest? every time I every time I come down that corner, I, I cringe. Yeah, but that Crest but, building is. It could be worse. It yeah. could be something else. And that yeah. Crest building is always going to be a beautiful building. But they still uh, have the sign up there. That, yeah. that's, I, you I know, just so. wish there was a way yeah. that young entrepreneurial people can come down here and open up some of the magic stores that awesome. existed here. Yep. And I don't know that's great point. how that's going to happen, but some it, are doing it. It will happen. Um, and, yeah. it, and it will be because, you know, we, we can't lose sight of our history. You know, we have these debates and we forget what happened 10, 15, even 20 yeah. and beyond. And Tony, all your efforts. Um, you know, we talked to you in that article. If you want to know some stuff about Tony Falcone, we said, 
Uh, if you could have lunch with any famous person, you said Shel Silverstein. Oh, we said my favorite. Uh, my favorite. <laughs> Tony. Oh, good. One of my favorites. Your hundred percent. Your autobiography would be titled. You said off the beaten path. Nice. Um, you said I can never refuse. You finished that sentence by saying helping a friend. I think that oh, is uh, nice. something that everyone knows about you to be true. Right. Um, and you said when I go, I will go. And you said with a big smile. I think that smile is something everyone knows about you. You've always oh. been uh, when no one's looking. You've always helped people. Uh, that's why you're beloved. Um, we've got Fantasy Fest this week coming up right now. You're the reason it's here, you and some others that you were so close with. Um, some of those guys are not here now. Uh, if y'all were all in a room right now together, that same group, and looking out this week, um, some of the craziness, some of it just fun, what what would you be most proud of? What is it? What do you really just sit back and say, you know what, we did this, and it's just fun to watch? What was the uh, Probably what I enjoy most about Parade Night is uh, I, I love going to the bars. I love dancing and yeah. having drinks with friends. But when the parade is over, things have, and the streets now are just filled with people. There's one spot over on the 700 block where there's some steps, and and I just sit there and I watch the crowd. Wow! And it, they're amazing because everyone is smiling. Everyone's getting along. You have every you have the rednecks, the drag queens. The I mean, everyone is incorporated in this crowd and everyone's having fun yeah so you heard that straight from him the 700 <laughs> block is his honey hole for the parade it's my secret it's just, well, you just revealed it <laughs> we've, did, we, we've learned a lot we also learned that jimmy weekly's been a commissioner since he was 12 years old for the last, <laughs> last 70 and, years and that bob marley uh, did actually play here. and he did uh, the so if, oh, Grace Jones would show up and just walk onto the stage of the Copa. What? Just walk onto the stage out of nowhere. Uh, Donna Summers was another one. Oh, they boy. weren't booked, but they were at stay. They came down and they were staying here, and they would come to the club and they just would go up on the stage. Fantastic! It was it was it was magic. Now magic. that's the now that's the Casa Marina, correct? Over no, that? this was the Copa is where um, oh, the art gallery the. Uh, oh, who who paints all the murals on the walls? Uh, yeah. What? Yes. Yes. Wild and Gallery. Yeah. That was the old. That was the old Copa Bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what was That's that? Where that what was, was at the Casa Marina? What was the club over there that everyone got tuned up? And uh, Virginia Panico would would hit me in the face for not remembering at the moment. And our friends at Casa oh, Marina. It was a small. Uh, it was very. It was the only. It was the only thing open at the Casa Marina at yeah. the time. Oh, really? It, the Casa Marina was totally, totally shut down. Oh. And there was this one bar. <laughs> was great. It was sort of the equivalent. You had the chart room at the pier, on, yeah. at the pier house. house. That was one aspect. Yeah. Then you had... How can I forget the name? Where's my because producers? Any one of those earpieces? Oh my see, god! See, the, the professionals make this look easy because people it's tell like them. People that whisper in the uh, ear. Yeah. Is, and if you hadn't said Copa, I would remember so, it. It's so. something similar. Yeah. Uh, it's like the. Um, but we'll tell you next show. But uh, <laughs> so Tony, we'll wrap this up. Oh man, that's awesome. Uh, if you see Tony Falcone, if you got this video and you're out at yes. Fantasy Fest, whether you love it, whether you want to change it, whether you want to argue about it whether you whatever it is you still owe this man a hug the respect absolutely uh, it's the reason why a lot of us are here and not just for fantasy fest but to have the opportunity to have local businesses like That's we right. do yeah. um wouldn't have it, it could have been totally different perhaps if yeah. if you know i know there were people that that influenced you guys that were important but this town could have that was a pivotal point i believe in the, yeah. in the 70s that really changed key west to what it is today and we have 
people like you to thank for that. So thank you. See, if you guys weren't so damn young, you could be. He could have been a part of it, <laughs> <laughs> and we would have been probably. Well, you know what? But you keep the fun going. The your Bubba Awards is really oh. it's a QS classic. It is. So it I thank really you for is. that. We love it, and you've been a it big really supporter. Is. Um, I could do this for two hours with you, Tony, especially when you're bringing uh, Havana Club. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank and you so much. So we'll have you back on. Yep. And thank you. Tony Falcone, Florida Keys Weekly Podcast with my partner in crime, Michael Kirk, and yes. our producer, Shanista Santos over here. Tony, I want to thank you again. This has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, and as I enjoy Fantasy Fest this week, I'll be thinking about you and probably we'll see you out there. So thank uh, you again. At seven at seventh block, we'll be watching for you. <laughs> Hands up. Hands up. Hands up. Thanks. Come on. Oh, oh he's not leaving. When, when, when this show's over, we've got more we've got more to do. We've got a cut here. we got a bottle. Thanks for having me here. This has been fun. <laughs> we're, we're happy to have everyone tune in. Keysweekly.com. Check it out. And uh, we'll see you on the next Florida Keys Weekly podcast.